Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst for Knowledge Podcast, episode 67. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the episode, we're getting nostalgic. Nostalgia part five. Part five. Part five of the nostalgia series, and we are continuing through the timeline of our lives. So the last couple episodes we did about high school, and this one is about college and our different college experiences or lack thereof or lack thereof yeah so we talk about meeting new people and partying underage drinking you know all the great stuff we hit a lot of different like college life things as well as some pop culture references and some stuff that was happening at the time so enjoy this episode enjoy enjoy I'm just going to go right at it. All right, you guys. So, I talked about... I showed you guys that thing about Zelda right before this podcast, right? Yes, you did. Link, Zelda Link to the Past HD, and it was supposed to be for the Switch, and it wasn't fucking legit. No, it was just some video a dude made two years ago. But it's excellent. It's fucking good. It looked really good. But that that game, Zelda Link to the Past for Super Nintendo, yeah. is that one game... I always go back to in whenever I want to like do something nostalgic and I want to play Super Nintendo game, I always go to that one game. That's it. There's like a couple other ones that I like to go to. Like I go to Punch Out for Super Nintendo. Super, oh, Punch, Super Out. Punch Out's mm-hmm. good, yep. Zelda Link to the Past, which is the number one. And I'll fuck around with Super Mario World. Okay. Yeah. And like that's pretty much Mega Man X. Mega Man X. Mega Man X. And that's about it. But I, I want to step back to Kirby Dream, um, Kirby Super All-Star. Great game. But those are like my five games yeah. that I always go back to. And I used to do that shit in college. And to this day, too. I just fucking, every like year or so, I always have to step back and go back to those. But it's always Super Nintendo, and it's always like those five games. It's never like PlayStation 1 or N64 it's always Super Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but isn't it just about access to? Like, do you have a PS1 and 64? Right. It's harder to get your hands on, like, working ROMs with those particular platforms mm. comparatively. It's easy for fucking Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, um, I also, I don't know if we talked about this, but I want to ask you what your top five are. But right before that, someone made, send a picture of... Um, I want to say it was um, Mario, like Super Mario World, and they have a picture on the screen, like as like a meme, and they go, "This picture, this file size is bigger than the actual game of all Super Mario. This pic, this one picture is bigger oh, now. That's okay, fucking, yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? It's, than the actual game was back in the that day. That is crazy. Yeah, it was like." I don't know, like 150 megabytes or something like that. And like the game was like 97 megabytes. Because you have this high resolution picture or something. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. That is pretty wild. Yeah. So what do you... Uh, what was some, your... To- did you just say something about a top five? Yeah, what's your we- top five SNES games? Top five SNES games? <sighs> Man. 
you guys play a lot of Super Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played a shitload of Super Nintendo. And like you were saying about going back to Super Nintendo games for nostalgia, um, that's definitely something that I do periodically now and did throughout <clears throat> college as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, top five. Coming to me, like without thinking hard about it, the first ones that come into my mind would link to the past is definitely on there. For sure, for sure. Uh, Super Mario World is definitely on there. Secret or Mana, hundred percent. Never talk, played that game. We talked you about say that. Yeah, we talked about that in a previous nostalgia oh, episode. We did. Actually, we did. Um, and then Final Fantasy three. Never played it. Which is technically Final Fantasy six, but. When on actual Super Nintendo, it was Final Fantasy 3 in America, anyways. And then number five, I would have to think about... Um, <laughs> Mega Man's a good one. Mega Man Mega X, Mega Man X is a good one, but I don't think I've gone back to Mega Man X in recent memory at all. I never was skilled enough to beat that game. We talked about that in a nostalgia episode, actually. So we're doing nostalgia part five. We're continuing the series. And in preparation of this episode, I listened to all of our nostalgia episodes within the last probably less than 24 hours um, because I didn't want to kind of retread a lot of the old material. Right. um, Because it's easy to do that when you're talking about things that you're nostalgic about you go you go back there's certain things that that you keep wanting to go back we can to, be like know? remember on that last like nostalgia a, episode dude, when we went? <laughs> i was when i was listening to those episodes i was getting nostalgic <laughs> about not only the things we were talking about but also recording those episodes so nostalgic fu- it was almost an overload yeah. of nostalgia you know um but we have uh, we've done two episodes each year of this podcast so far, except for this year. This is the first one for, you know, 2021 we're doing. Yeah. And for the most part, I wanted to kind of say, hey, let's stick to our college age experiences. But it's a nostalgia episode, so we can kind of be all over the place. I think I think during college is when I started to go back and play more video games. Okay. In high school, I was kind of like real busy, like busy with sports, Mm -hmm. busy with like weird extracurricular activity and like hanging out with friends and then school. When I came to college, I was kind of alone because I was a commuter. So I was spending a lot of my time either in my own bedroom doing homework and stuff, Mm -hmm. working or just like, literally just like on my computer i'd like find myself writing a report and then i'd be like i'm gonna go and play a computer game or like play roms or something so that's a really good point and that was something that i wanted to bring up is in college your schedule changes drastically from when you were in high school and it gives you a lot of extra time in extra places right because now you're not going to school in the morning and staying there all day and then maybe doing some extracurriculars and then whatever you might have a class in the morning, a class midday, a class in the afternoon. Maybe gaps in your schedule. There's gaps in your schedule. Yeah. And you've got to fill that time. And yeah. one of those things that I did, and you're t- saying you did, was play more video games. <clears throat> yeah. 
I played more video games, I think. There was, I played a lot of video games as a kid, like after school. Yep. But yep. then I hit a certain age where I kind of like, I was, I saw myself more busy doing stuff. Dude, the same thing happened to me. And then back in college, I yeah. kind of regressed back and like started playing video games and doing weird shit. Yeah. Watching weird shows. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Justin, though? What about Super Nintendo? Did you play a lot of that shit? Oh, yeah, man. Dude, I got fucking the, um, the Super Nintendo, like, bazooka, like, fucking video game controller, man, for my birthday. Damn. Shit was sick. <laughs> I think we talked about that already, too. Yeah. We did. In yeah. God damn it. Okay. I know. It's crazy. Um, top but five? Top five, yeah. Again, not, like, I could sit down and formulate a list with some really good thought and yeah. really try to refine it, but off the top of my head... Um, Similar to all of you, Zelda Link to the Past, for sure. Um, Mega Man X, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Good one. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Damn it. It's a little hard. Mar um, the Mario Kart wasn't too bad. Yeah, Mario Kart was okay. Um, not nearly as, like... Super Mario Kart, like from for sixty four, was like, <coughs> oh yeah, top notch. <coughs> that was sick. Um, I would have to say probably, oh boy, probably uh, Final Fantasy four, right? No two, two is four, four is two. Yes, yeah, yep. Uh, the one with Kane and Cis, uh, Cecil and all them, mm -hmm. they were that was like a dope ass game. Yep. Um, and lastly. Super Punch Out was Super pretty Punch good. Was um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna retrace that. Uh, Dirt Tracks FX. <laughs> Were you guys more like Nintendo over like Genesis and shit? I I preferred Super Nintendo over Genesis, but I I really mainly because I preferred the game controller and the the availability of the certain different types of games over Genesis. But Sega had the gore. Sega had yeah. it was a little bit it was it's like the it's like the Xbox of today. It was it's much more you know, it's not as like tailored to the kid audience. I had a friend and for some reason like I'd have like I would have I would get fucking Super Nintendo, he get he got Sega Genesis. And then yeah. like he was my next door neighbor and then, like then I got like PlayStation One and he got like a Dreamcast. <laughs> And then I got, he got fucking, what else? He got something else. And like every time we came out with something, he got like the other weird version of it. Yeah. I think, I think PlayStation 2 was real big, but then like, is that when Xbox One came out, regular Xbox? Um, was it PlayStation 2 or PlayStation, PlayStation 3? came out first, then Xbox, then PS2, right? Yeah, Seth, bring us on track. What yeah. are we talking Let, about? Let's let's get a little on track here. And I thought the way that we could do that, because after listening to these nostalgia episodes, like I was saying earlier, you're gonna your brain's gonna tend to go back to these certain things, right? Yeah. So if we frame this in a way that's more about uh, certain experiences, <laughs> that can kind of lead us in a direction. And we never really talked about our college experiences at all. So in for example, like the high school episodes, we were talking about some of the logistics of high school, high school lunches, clicks, that kind of stuff that's very like thematic yeah. to the average high school experience in the US. Sure. Okay. So 
in college, now all three of us had very different college experiences. Right. Okay. I went right to college after high school and I went to UMass Lowell to study engineering and I lived on campus for all four years and then I commuted for a semester to finish my last semester. So I did four, I did four and a half years. I did an extra semester because I had this giant project to do, whatever, that doesn't matter. But so that, that was like my college experience. James, you went to college right after. Right after. Yeah. Yep. And then I did five years. And, and you were a commuter the whole time. Commuter the whole time. Yeah. But I commuted. Yeah, it was close. It was probably like a 15 minute drive. Yeah. I went from Lemonster to Fitchburg State. And now it's Fitchburg University. Yep. And yeah, I had a lot of friends that lived at school. So I would always, anytime there was parties, which was like the biggest thing, I think, commuting versus living there was like getting that social experience, going to parties, meeting new people, living oh, yeah. in dorms. Yep. And anytime there was like big parties in some colleges, like I went to UMass Dartmouth a lot, UMass Amherst, I would have friends that were there and like they're like, come on. Buys, you can sleep in my dorm. Yeah. And we just raged in like frat houses and shit. So, Ham, your general <coughs> timeline. War was my college. So, <laughs> after, after you got out. Delivering of, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> um, a- after you uh, were done your four year stint in the Marines. Yes. You, did, you, did you start in 2010? Did you start college in 2010? Uh, no, fall of 2009. Fall of 2009. Yeah. Okay. So w- there was a small overlap when we were both in college together then, if you started in fall of 2009. Um, let me see. Hold Be- on. Because I think that's fall of 2009 was my last semester. Yes. That was my last semester, my, yeah. extra, my extra semester. I did a year at a uh, community college because I got rejected from UMass Lowell because of my, uh, you know how when you like, you submit your application to college, you have to do like an essay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So uh, (laughs) coming from like a four year lapse of education Mm -hmm. and just pretty much all my knowledge stems from war and military weaponry and tactics and shit like that. I had to write a an entrance essay into the fucking into UMass Lowell. Yep, I had to do that too. Dude. <laughs> I found it like maybe a year ago when I was going oh, through my old no shit. Way, Burn all dude. that dude, cringe. It was so rough. I'm no wonder why they didn't fucking accept me. Yeah. It was <laughs> The sentence sentence structures were poor. Um, like just grammar grammar in, in general was terrible. Cringy stuff, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did a year in community college and then transferred into UMass Lowell. Yep. And then you did a uh, after UMass Lowell, you ended up at Framingham, right? Right. So four, I did. Oh God. So I did five years at UMass. So five year, a year in a community college, four years at UMass Lowell, and then three years at Framingham State. Yep. Yeah. Fucking eight years of college. I should have been a doctor, Dude, motherfucker. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Going, I don't know if we talked about this before, but going back to college essays, <clears throat> there was a kid that was a year older than me, and he was kind of like a class clown in my high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember he 
they, everyone in, when you're a senior you go through all like the college applications you go to your you know your um guidance counselor they help you with that you get like your college recommendations and all of this shit well there's this one kid we weren't really friends but we like knew each other he was kind of like funny he applied to harvard and he wrote an essay and he he like planned it all out so he wrote this fucking crazy essay about it's all bullshit and it was it's kind of like dark but it's like how he was like abused as a kid and his like mom would like carve like weird designs <laughs> in his arms with like glass and like he got all this fucked up shit and he sent it out to them and i would be i was like oh i hope you get in and it was just like this like piece about how he was like he like came out of the ashes and was abused and like all this shit he did a creative writing piece to try and pretty he, much but he tried to pass it off like it's his own life yeah yeah, yeah. he didn't get in funny. but we're like oh this guy's the next harvard grad right here <laughs> oh my god sympathy admission or yeah, something pretty much yeah he yeah, has a joke but i was like god damn this is dark oh man that's crazy <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I guess starting from the beginning of college, um, one of the first things that's like really important because when you're in high school, you're just, as when you start high school, you're just kind of, all right, I'm in high school now. These are the classes I'm taking. Like, I probably know some of the people if you're not moving. If you were move, if you lived in the same city or whatever, you're probably interacting with people that you met before. Yeah, maybe there's some new people, but you probably know a good amount of people yeah. that you're interacting with in high school. Sure. From right. childhood, if you grew <clears throat> up in the same area. But when you go to college, it's usually a lot more people that you don't know because they're coming from all different areas. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a whole it's a whole different ball game. Um weirdly, I ended up across the hall from a guy that I went to high school with and I was roommates with a guy I went to high school oh, with shit. my first year of college. So I had a little bit of like familiarity there, but how I met Willie, who is on our podcast the first year with the kit planes, boats and, and amphibious vehicles <laughs> or whatever. Like yeah. That. Something like that. So that's a great episode with Willie, but I met Willie because he was roommates with the guy across the hall that I knew from high school mm. and meeting new people was definitely like a big thing when you were going to college and that whole experience, right? The way I met cuts who you guys met on the podcast very recently was at um the summer before college uh what what's that called when you go to like check orientation out? orientation there we go i met cuts randomly at orientation and just because of small talk and we were talking about high school football we were like oh shit we actually played against each other and all this stuff and then probably exchanged numbers and then we ran e into each other that whole first semester and um and you couldn't imagine your life without him. Yeah, now I hang out with the guy all the time, you yeah. know? It's 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 real weird. Um but it is awkward. Yeah, and meeting new people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I noticed this weird transition. Like my party experience before college was so intense. And like people who maybe 
didn't have that lifestyle. A lot of people who went to college were looking for that life. They don't let that lifestyle, but that that oh, experience, you know. I, oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they I like leave saying. high school and be like, I didn't like. I want to party and I want to like have this new experience that I mm-hmm. haven't done. A lot of people are like, oh, you should go to college for the experience. Yes. And yes, I yes. notice a lot of people who like just opened up out of high school into college and they were like completely different people mm-hmm. because like from me going and going to my friends colleges and visiting them like obviously like a lot of people from our high schools went to umass amherst went to umass dartmouth lowell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know they all a lot of them stayed local within the state um so you still like see them you'll see them once in a while like oh shit i haven't seen you in like a year and a half what's up and they're like a completely different person yeah there's especially at umass amherst which is like a crazy party school mm-hmm. Every, and I'd, I'd meet people be like oh i haven't seen you in a year and they're just like hammered <laughs> or they're like a, they could like now they're like huge whores and they just like yeah. sleep around or this and that and it's like it's funny to see people who haven't like who like didn't drink a lot and mm-hmm. now they drink but they they're not at that level where they like oh they don't understand how many drinks it takes to get drunk mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. just they're just sloppy yeah and i'm like oh i've been drinking for like six years now and like i'm like yeah <laughs> i know it takes to get drunk and i'm like oh, drinking beers like laughing i can handle my shit and like there's people just like like college kids man they're Dude, just like hammered. they are so <clears throat> sloppy so sloppy uh, it was a mess like I missed all of this, by the way. Dude, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, sloppy college kids. Are I remember slop, like the, puking all the time. Yeah, puking all the time, getting stupid trashed, stupid quick. Yeah, um, they're learning all of their boundaries at this time. I remember specifically the first time I went out drinking with cuts. It was like a Thursday night, <laughs> and we ended up at this frat house, and it was a complete shit show, dude. Uh, later on, they actually ended up signing me up for the frat yeah. because there was this whole list that you could put your name on if you're interested in. And they put my fucking name down and my phone number. You're a frat boy, Seth? No, no. Fuck no, dude. Um, <laughs> but they kept calling me and being to like, pledge oh, hey, and all yeah, this. to pledge. And I'm like, God damn it. I didn't even sign up for this. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Well, do you remember the frat name? No clue, dude. It's like Delta Five. It was, yeah, it was one of those latin at umass phi sig it's phi sig kappa i believe but it was people could say five sig that was like the party house and like a lot of kids from clinton would go into that frat and because they drank so much at least the period of like 2006 to 2012 Mm -hmm. was like crazy like animal house style parties like there was troopers with horses like kicking down the door like busting shit up hundreds of people there and like it was run by a lot of drunk Clinton kids, like from my little area. Yeah. And it was just insane. Well, that's the crazy thing about college too, is there's so much underage drinking going on. So much. Because you have people that are of age in college. Right. But you also have plenty of people that aren't. So that like the first year when I was going- There's an economy to it. Yeah, there is an economy to it. And- I was in the freshman dorms at UMass Lowell were dry dorms. So you, if you get caught with alcohol in those dorms, it was a big fucking deal. Mm. But then there were certain dorms that were upper classroom dorms that weren't dry dorms. But if you were underage drinking, you know, and you get caught, this whole thing. But you were still going out to parties and going to frat houses and being underaged. And 
I can't believe, like thinking about it now, the logistics of that. It would be so easy if the cops just knocked on any frat store any night of the week. Yeah. You could bust underage drinking all the time, but they just don't. For the most part, they don't do it unless there's a crazy problem going on. You I, know? I, one of my, I went to shadow. Like you could take school off in high school to go shadow a college. Mm-hmm. And like usually they would have like a, a guy in the college that would like guide a group of people throughout. Like they would have like 20 kids and be like, oh, this is UMass. Here's the dorms. Here's the, some of the classes. Like this is what we, and you just kind of go in this big group. And sometimes your parents would bring you and you go with your parents. Well, me and my buddy Mikey went and the only way we could take school off, you have to get approved by each teacher. Mm -hmm. And then you could take the day off and go look at that college if you're a senior. And one of our teachers, um, she had flat Stanley, which is like this weird cookie cutter little little like paper dude that she like laminated i've, and, I've heard of, why, why have i heard about flat stanley i don't know but she would be like oh if you're gonna go visit you have to take this with you and prove that you went to that college take a picture at like the front entrance of the school with like the sign that says like the school and then she she kind of says it's like as proof that you didn't skip school and just and then but she really wanted the picture so she could like t- put it up in her little wall that she had and <laughs> We went there, we we got to UMass Amherst, and we fucking, like, I think his older brother was, like, uh, was in Phi Sig frat, and it was, like, a Thursday morning, or, like, a Friday morning, and we snuck out of the group, went to the frat instead, and they're like, oh, we still have, like, a half a keg left over, you guys want to just drink? So we just drank all fucking day, all night, and we lost Flat Stanley, and I was like, we are so fucked. <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to tell her that we lost her fucking little character? And he's like, I don't know, man. We could try to make one. <laughs> and then we ended up just telling her, like, we lost it. And she was, like, so pissed off at us. But that was, like, we were still in high school. We were at the frat, frat drinking. So imagine if we got caught then. We're, like, 17 years old. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me and <clears throat> I, granted I've never been to like a frat house I, I, I haven't you know ex- done any of that shit but thinking about it now it's pretty shocking how how very little like supervision there is at like these places and like yeah there's none like you're pledging you're pledging to join a frat a fraternity and you're basically at their at their like will discretion yeah to fucking do whatever is necessary in order to get into that frat for whatever reason Mm. it's just fucking crazy to me man i don't think it's as crazy now as it was before because people are so fucking woke now that like right you won't be able to get away (laughs) with some of that shit but yeah back in the day i can see how it got crazy and yeah and like these are organizations that are a part of the campus of the school but are run by drunken fucking some of them are definitely more legitimate yeah. than others sure right. and more they're more academic oriented okay. right but i don't know exactly necessarily if they're all sanctioned by schools i don't know how that i want to say that now i think it's not like like those those crazy frats go through waves mm-hmm. of like it's whatever you're like president and you're like leaders approve oh yeah so yeah, like yeah. if you have a bunch of kids that are like party animals and they're looking to like rage your frat is probably going to be like that but then as you get more and more people that are like 
educate they'll make more rules and be mm-hmm. strict and less strict and more strict and because i think i went there like i think i ended up going there again when i was like 23 or 24 after college with some friends and it was like weak compared to what it used to be mm-hmm. i was like oh this isn't really as crazy as i remember it was you know and, mm-hmm. And sometimes you see that in like movies and shit, like old brothers will go to a frat and they're ready to rage and they're like, just not like that anymore. Yeah, and like, yeah, like, it's changed. We're not always a fucking frat. We're fucking dudes in the ass with goat legs <laughs> and shit and making them funnel. And they're like, no, we don't do that shit anymore. And it's not like in movies, frat parties are de- depicted quite a bit, right? But it's more the parties that happen at college are more than just frat parties. A lot of times it's just people that have off-campus housing so they or they live in an apartment yeah that's not a part it's it's on campus essentially yeah but it's, it's a private not, but it's a private owned. yeah it's a right, privately owned paying rent to a landlord yes, not the school exactly exactly and there'll be parties that happen at, at those houses too um five bucks to get in yeah five or, bucks a or, cup or, or not like, even i mean yeah or sometimes it would be that sometimes it would just be like oh bring your own shit or whatever or yeah. oh hey this guy's having a party i'll go over here and hang out with them and right but they check id sometimes too and fucking <laughs> you gotta know them be like god damn it yeah or you're or you're just drinking in your dorm room with like a couple of people yeah and sometimes it becomes more than a couple people and then gets out of hand it gets out of hand and then the ras come around like there's that whole aspect to it so each the way that the dorms at umass lowell worked where you would have an ra i fucking forget like resident advisor advisor, something something like that there would be one per floor yeah and they would have to do rounds i think only on the weekends they did rounds but they would have to oh is do we hear a bunch of loud noise coming out of this room then they knock on your door and they open it up and oh are you drinking shut up shut up up. put it away away. basically yeah, yeah yeah um oh hey marcus Hey, we're just studying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry if it's getting a little wild in here. <laughs> a lot of math problems. And sometimes they would just give you a warning and they'd be like, hey, like, just quiet down. If we have to come back, you know, it's going to be a problem. And there was one time where I I was in a room and they were like, hey, Chicago quiet room. down. And then they fucking came back and they ha- they took all of our information they kicked down the door and started fucking putting people to the ground pushes to the pavement boys (laughs) yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty wild because then what they would do is they would send a letter home to your parents all that stuff yeah it's like who gives a fuck i mean i'm in college i'm an adult my parents are dead it's like oh shit okay (laughs) yeah um it's so weird what a weird fucking it's it's very weird dude but part of it is just learn it's for a lot of the people that were in college probably now and even you know when we were in college or whatever it's their first time out of the house really and trying to figure out how to do shit on your own but at the same time you are in a structure there it's not like the structure of high school or or living at home, you have more freedoms, but there's still people checking up on you. Right. And this whole system of things that are happening to kind of guide you through being able to do your shit, but you still have to adhere to quiet hours. The dining hall is open at these times. 
You have to, you get so many meals. If you're buying, if you're living in the dorms, you have to buy meal plans. That was a whole other fucking thing. Um, and you, you're, you're trying to figure out like, Oh shit, should I fucking eat shitty foods all day? Like mm. a lot of my friends gained a shitload of weight. That's, that's a thing in, I, in college. Freshman yeah. 15. Yeah. I remember like seeing like, all right, see you later. And then like literally like, like people come back for Thanksgiving you know, you always have that, that the night before Thanksgiving, people would go back to the bars or something if you're 21 mm-hmm. and they'd visit home and you see them from college. Like, what's up? Dude, a couple of my friends just like gained like 80 pounds. I was like, good God. They just got fat as fuck. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think everyone gains a little bit of weight after high school. You start, because like when I was in high school, I just like grew like a weed. I was skinny my last year and then I kind of started thickening out throughout college. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is oh, now I'm just getting fat, but but yeah, got fat as fuck. That food, that food is crazy. It's like it's yeah. like there's a buffet all the time. That's exactly. <laughs> so in the high school episode we were talking about the high school lunch experience. The college dining experience is totally fucking different dude i'd never i only experienced it when i slept over a friend's house or dorm and then he's like you want to go get food and he's like i'll fucking swipe you in mm-hmm. yep. and then i'd be like and every time i was like jesus christ look at all this food yeah i was like no wonder you're fat <laughs> it's crazy you bring your id they they swipe you into the dining hall and now it's your buffet you can literally eat. Yeah. And they've got like your main section. You've got your your like grab and go like burgers, fries, and pizza section. You've yep. got like your salad bar. You have your fucking, I mean, granted, it depends on the fucking school, but. Yeah. A lot of those dining halls are run by outside companies like Aramark and stuff like that. Sodexo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's a fucking buffet, dude. It's crazy. I never really ate that shit. I maybe ate it like three or four times in my whole life. Yeah. Because I was just going, I would go to Taco Bell after a class and then go back to school. Mm-hmm. And then Taco Bell was my main diet during college. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's fuck it still is. I feel like I didn't. Uh, no, I, I, I ate. A good I've been addicted to Taco Bell, Bell since I was yeah. 16. Yeah. They used to have this, they used to have this grande taco. And I think we talked about it. It's basically a soft taco, but with an extra scoop of ground beef. And then there was a nacho <laughs> cheese layer with another tortilla on it. Oh, and yeah. And they just called it a grande taco. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so damn good. Soft tacos used to be 98 cents. Now they're a dollar ten. I know. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's pretty reasonable for inflation and everything. Oh, yeah. It's probably less than Actually, inflation. I think it's actually $2 now, but I'm not sure. My my favorite college meal though is beef stroganoff, man. Beef that, stroganoff. That dining hall at UMass Lowell made a mean beef stroganoff, and it actually is what gave me my love for beef stroganoff. Huh. I've been trying to replicate that recipe for. <laughs> you can't figure it out. You well, can't I'm crack pretty the close. Code. I'm pretty close, dude. <laughs> What's beef stroganoff? Is that just like noodles and beef and gravy? So it's yeah, beef and mushrooms in this kind of gravy type deal is there with noodles? Egg, egg noodles and then you put you, yeah you typically serve it over egg noodles okay yeah there's many there's widely different it, it's 
it's it can be as simple as ground beef and mushrooms in you know an easy sour cream oh yeah uh gravy sauce that you put over egg noodles or it could get crazy and you're using like better beef and you're using the, the kinds of mushrooms and all the other shit you're adding to it when i was a kid my dad made something like that but it was like <clears throat> you know those those big family frozen dinners it was just like sliced turkey oh yeah and you put it in the oven and yeah. like just like the sliced turkey gravy shit yeah you'd egg noodles on that and then pour that shit on there okay mm, that was so damn yeah. good probably a thousand grams of salt but dude i could taste the sodium when you were talking about that. yeah it's just like slices of salty turkey yep. in this creepy gravy it's all frozen you throw it in the oven and then it just like bubbles and shit you eat it up so ham when you were commuting did you ever eat at the dining hall or did you just like get food at the like because they had little kiosks and things too where you could just grab like a snack oh, or yeah, like yeah. a pre-made <clears throat> sandwich or some shit like that. The only thing I'd like I would go on campus is if I was stuck studying or, or on campus late, I'd, I'd go to like the fucking subway shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was it. I never really like ventured to, I brought mostly like snacks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My college experience is pretty goddamn weak. <clears throat> You were basically just there for actual class, <laughs> just for like, academics. <laughs> That's pretty much all I business was there only, for. man. When Which I is was fun. a when I was a freshman, I kind of tried to get into like groups of people and like, but then after that, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna go to school and go back home, yeah. um, hang out with my high school friends." Yeah, I wasn't really there to make friends, and I didn't really care to make any friends until like I got like into the actual like. D- like degree like the classes that were uh, yeah yeah for yeah. my degree and, yeah. and we would i'd share a lot of the same classes with mm-hmm. you know other nutrition right. folks yeah and towards the later end i like i started to see the value of like study groups networking networking yeah, yeah yeah shit like that yeah um, yeah definitely a huge important part to like try to fucking do somewhat well in school did your like majors have clubs and groups that you could like they did they definitely did but i didn't i didn't join any of them no yeah but i did start like you were saying as i got into more and more of the classes that had to do with my major i found people that i like to study with Mm. and we would meet up on a regular basis and I don't. Th- I don't think I've talked to any of those guys, or I don't even know how I would contact them. But there, we had this small group that met probably pretty regularly for a couple of years, and most of them were commuters. For some reason, like I tended to hang out with a lot of the commuters. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they, it was a good group of guys. Um, we just completely lost. After after I finished college, man, I was just like fucking Peace. done. Like. It was such a weight off of my back when I turned in my final project. I was like, fuck this. I was I was like that, but before I graduated. That was my last <laughs> semester, and I was like, fuck this. Someone offered me a job. But I had, my school was known for business and nursing. Mm-hmm. Fitchburg State's known for their business major and their nursing, and most people who go to that go do those majors. So when I was like doing geology at the time in computer mapping there was like six of us who were actually interested in it and like we all took the same classes they were like do you want to make a club and like teachers like yeah we used to have geo club do you guys want to start it up again we're like sure and it was always the same six of us going to the club and then 
our teachers would come with us and then they'd be like, what do you guys want to do for semesters next year? And then we tell them like, oh, I think we need to do a class like this, this, this. And they're like, all right, we'll do it. As long as you guys sign up. And like when we were seniors, we were doing like, like, like hydrology. And there were six of us in the class and that's it. And like by the end of it, I was just like the guy that was like barely showing up. They were all like studying and shit. And I was like, I'm gonna go to Taco Bell and probably not go to the next class. But by the end of it, I fucking split. Like I left early for a job. And then like, and then like I would just start getting texts like the next two years like, hey, you know if your your people are hiring or this and that and i was like getting these guys jobs because they had couldn't find shit mm. and i was like this is weird like i quit <laughs> school and i got a job and you guys can't find any work some of them don't do their majors at all they're like one's a bartender one's like at a cashier to like a liquor store and they're still don't have jobs yeah. i don't know about now but i remember i was like five years deep into my career and i they were still looking for jobs and i was like god damn this is fucked up I don't know. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the reason that I got my first job out of college was because I knew a guy yeah. who got an internship at a company while he was still in college. And then he ended up getting like a full-time job right. at that place. And then after I graduated, he was like, hey, we're hiring. Do you want to come like, you know, interview or whatever? Right. And I finished in December and then I had a job in February. Right. Like, and which is pretty good. Like you normally, you might not get something that, that quick, but it was because I knew a guy who was like, Hey, do you fucking want to come work here? And then I ended up working there for over five years, which is pretty kind of like crazy. Similar to what I did, but there was like someone, I think one of my friends, so I, I took five years to like finish. So some of my friends finish in four and they're like, hey, this company's hiring a bunch of people who do like computer mapping and like environmental science. He's like, I just got a job. Do you want one? He's like, just apply to this. And I applied and I got the job, but they're like, oh, we're looking for people to start right now. And I'm like, fuck school. I got the job. That's what I was going to school for. Totally. Right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. So I quit my last semester. <laughs> And I was like, fuck it. And then I started going down the road and I just keep doing more and more shit. But I should have fucking finished. I went and I actually talked to- Can you to, still though? Yeah. Does so, it matter though? Does it really matter no, at this point? No, it doesn't. Not really. I do kind of want an MBA and to get an MBA, a master's in business, you need to oh, have a bachelor's. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did look into it like three months ago and I called my school and- I talked to the lady and she didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm pretty close to graduating. And usually they like hear that all the time. Yeah. And they're like, no, actually you have fucking 24 more classes. And I was, and I, so she's like, what's, do you remember your student like number? And I was like, I think I do. And I like rattled off the number and she's like, oh shit, that's right. I'm surprised you remember that. I was like, you know, I'm the fucking man. Anyway. And then she's like, oh shit. She's like, she started laughing. She's like, you do only have, Two, you have one class left, but because it's been so long, you need to, you need to do one more. So I have two classes. <laughs> Dude, just fucking do them online, right. man. But the way it works is fucking. I I. You have to. It's like a. Uh, I think it's physics two. 
And because it's such a like core requirement mm-hmm. for a lot of kids, they like a lot of science kids need physics oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Like she's like, you need to jump on it right now if you want to do like summer nights, so you can. Because I was like, I can't not work. Like I have to yeah. go to work full time. She's like, she's like, well, we do have like night off right now because of COVID. It's online. The whole thing's online. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you have to do like right now because it's gonna fill up for the summer like immediately. And I was like, eh, I'm not ready for that shit yet. Dude, that reminds me actually of, uh, so summer classes. Yeah. I took summer classes in college one year for credits with Willie and it was fucking physics too, dude. You took physics too on summer? Yeah. On summer at Quinn Sig, mm. me and Willie. Oh, that's, I I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so weird. Dude. It like, uh, it was so easy. Yeah, it was it was such a joke. Summer classes are a fucking joke because, like, physics in the actual like physics classes that we took at UMass Lowell were were <clears throat> tough, dude. They were they were tough, and you had to study, you had to prep, you had to know what you're doing. I remember going like these summer classes, just showing up to the class, and it was then enough. It, way. Basically, dude, yeah. it was like, oh, we might have a test, or we had like one lab day. It was supposed to be like you have so many lab days and everything. And then you just pat it. I barely remember it. It yeah. just, it's. I it, wish I did a lot of Quinn Sig classes for like math and science. Cause I've heard when I was going, I heard like, dude, it's a breeze. Take all those shitty classes there. Yeah. You, and I wish I did, but I took a, I think I told the story, but I took statistics in online one year cause I needed it. And I didn't do any work until the last day. I did all the fucking work in the library for 24 hours straight. And I fucking passed the test. I passed the class. Isn't that, isn't such a joke though? It's bullshit. That, that you can do that. It's that bullshit. you can like get away with that. I don't know. I think at this point, I think college as a whole is kind of a scam. It I, is a scam. I think it's become something different now than it originally started as. I um, didn't realize that until my senior year of college like i didn't crack the college code until like i was done oh yeah and i yeah. I, I was pissed yep i was pissed at myself and i was pissed at like the society oh yeah but yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. my last year i finally like figured i kind of figured it out like i figured out what classes to take like which classes were like the easy classes like yep. like i like like i don't need to take fucking a math class as an elective i don't need to take a hard english writing classes i could go take woodshop yeah. And Woodshop would be a 4 Yeah. Like, why the fuck did I do homework mm-hmm. for an elective and get, like, a fucking 2-5 yeah. when I could have went and did Woodshop yep. and got a 4 I'm like, and I didn't realize that, and I started taking Woodshop. I started taking art history classes, getting 4 boom, boom, boom. I'm like, I'm an idiot. I could have fucking did this the whole time. It would have had a great GPA. And then, and then I started slowly finding out like other majors, like people who like were lawyers or people who were teachers, they would do that. They would be like, no, we don't need, you don't need to get, take like crazy classes like science to be a lawyer. You take easy classes that give you a good GPA and then you go to a law school with your good GPA and you Mm -hmm. study law or you like elementary school teachers, they just take like art and easy ass classes get a good gpa and then they take their like fundamental teaching class i'm like you wait you don't need to know fucking physics or calculus or any of this shit i'm like why am i doing this with a fucking environmental science degree yeah i was pissed but i didn't figure that out until i was a senior and i was like fuck talking about this is 
almost make uh, not a consp- not a conspiracy, but one of the reasons that they d- how we were talking about earlier with party and underage drinking and all that shit, how they they act like it's a big deal and they give you all these seminars like on oh it's dangerous and blah blah blah. But if they really cared about that, they would put more effort into actually busting these kids because they know it's easy. They know what happens. They know all this stuff, but they don't because if they did, then the rumor that it would be out that, oh, the college, you can't get the college experience because yeah. all these people are being busted for all this stuff. Yeah. And then you don't get as many people going to college because lose, so many people go to college for that, quote, experience. Lose the revenue. And they're losing a, they would lose a shitload of revenue. Yeah. There was a thing at Fitchburg State, and it was like right when you finish your finals, you have like a good solid week or two before people leave. Mm-hmm. And in college at Fitchburg, it was called Spree Day or Spree Week or mm-hmm. something. I think that had something like that at UMass. And long. it was just like people are finishing up their fucking their all their finals, and when you're done, some people, if you like, did it right and your shit lined up, like you could do all your finals in like a day. So oh, then yeah. that whole yeah. week left over, you're done. Or like, oh, I have the fucking last final of the week is at like three o'clock, and this is so you still have to like study and prep. And I remember just walking every year, walking to class because you have to park a mile away, then walk to, and then you just walk through all these dorms and all these, and people are just hammered in the streets, partying, fucking throwing shit out their windows, and you're like, they're all underage drinking. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. I was like, fuck, I want to go to that party. That looks sick. Jeez. So did you guys work at all during college as well? Fuck yeah. Full time. Yeah. Yeah. I worked a full time job all you five years. You did a years. full time job? Yeah. Like I, was, I was working during, more than, During semester? I had two jobs, yeah. Holy at shit, one point. Dude. I worked at Dick's and I was a mechanic for a long time. And I was literally like basically like bargaining with my boss at Route 2 Hyundai. Like, hey, I have to leave. Like for three hours, I had to go take a class and then I can come back. He's like, fuck, hurry up. <laughs> so I'd be like literally just like fucking driving out of work, going to the class, drive back to work, drive, you know, and he'd yeah. let me do that. And like, yeah, I fucking worked my balls off. I had all sorts of fucking stupid ass jobs, but I worked full time the whole, all five years I was there. And it's now like, were you working to, were you paying it off as you went? Or were you just working to get extra money? I was like, working to like pay my cell phone bill, pay yep. my car insurance, get gas and whatever. But like a lot of the time I would have student loans and dude, they fucking like, especially for like a fucking broke ass motherfucker like me, they like, like, oh, you want a loan? Like you can take a $5,000 Pell Grant out even though like your classes are only 3,500 bucks you know, you like you need books and two, so we'll give you five grand. And if you get extra money back as a refund, just give it back to your loan officer, and then you can you just you don't have to pay that back down the road. So I'd be getting like an eighteen hundred dollar check, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm not giving this back, I'm keeping it. Oh and they God. wouldn't make you give it back. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. choose to give it back your refund, or you could keep it. So every semester, I was like, I'm gonna, I need five thousand dollars, and I I'd take back eighteen hundred, and I'd fucking use it like fix my car and shit and mm-hmm. buy my books and then I'd have like 800 bucks to play with every semester. Damn. It bit me in the ass in the end because it's probably an extra, <laughs> it was probably an extra 10 grand, I would say. Or <clears throat> it was probably like, 
Yeah, it was probably like eight grand. I probably wouldn't have in Plus student loans. Interest. Yeah, but if I didn't have that cash either, I probably wouldn't have gone to school because my car was a piece of shit. Damn, you with that you working at Best Buy, right? Is that? Uh yeah, I worked at Best Buy for uh, maybe two years, and then I started doing um nights as a security guard oh, at the hospital right. that's right um which was an interesting gig and then after that i did i quit both of those after i got the nutrition research position for mm-hmm. the food study yeah and then i did that pretty much up until about the final year and then i uh no that's not true um no i did yeah i did it for the first two years um and then I, the last year of college, I basically didn't work, just focused on studies. Yeah. The thing is, is I didn't have to work. I didn't have to because, like, like very luckily through the GI Bill and through, like, the Chapter 33 Voc Rehab, they provided a stipend for you, a housing stipend of, like, it depends on like the locality of, of your school. Mm. Um, but I think for Framingham <laughs> fell under Boston. So I was getting like $2,300 a month for housing mm-hmm. just to go to school. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, obviously we were roommates. Yeah. Rent wouldn't be any more than fucking at most. What? 900? Something maybe. Like, something like that. Between yeah. all the bills. Yeah. So I was pocketing the rest of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really have to fucking do dick. No, that's which that's was good. fucking awesome. Fortunately, you know. Yeah, yeah it's pretty I, sick. I worked on campus my first year, like for my department, like the electrical engineering department, and it was a joke. Yeah, like it was me and Willie, and we would go around <laughs> to uh, different classrooms and kind of clean them. But it was just, oh, these electronics parts, we, we uh, have to organize them, or we have, oh, the t- tables in the study room, are, we had to have to wipe them down. And we would work for maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour, but then the guy would just be like, all right, you guys completed all your stuff, we'll sign you off for whatever the max amount of hours is. And it was a work-study thing, so that's that money that you got was supposed to be used for paying off your education or going into your oh okay uh, whatever your basic needs uh, to pay for that kind of stuff. But then, in, what was like? What would you get paid an hour, dude? I don't even. I don't even remember. It wasn't a. Was it like shit? It pay? wasn't. It wasn't shit. I, I want to say it was somewhere in the teens. Like so, at least some, minimum wage, like twelve to fifteen dollars, something, something like that. Which, Dude, that's fucking baller, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, th- I can't remember exactly how it worked because I only did one year. But I think the money that you got, you were supposed to be spending it on things that were related to your education or mm. to to your cocaine is needed for <laughs> yeah. your education. Stay awake, exactly, bro. Exactly. Um, but that 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 was. 
I only did that for one year and you had to get approved for it too. Cause you couldn't make like you and your parents couldn't make so much money or something. It was some weird yeah. fucking, it was some weird <laughs> yeah. thing. And, but I was like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's, it's kind of financial. Um, but then I, after that I didn't work like during when I was going to school, it was just like, I'm going to school. And then in breaks in the summer and in the winter, I worked construction and I just did that for all four years. And it wasn't directly related to my major, but it kind of was. Like, as I was an electrical engineering major, but then I was doing construction. So I was basically laboring and doing stuff with my hands. But I was learning from these guys about how you fucking fix things and how you do all this kind of stuff right. and applying, thinking about things a little like more practically than thinking about things theoretically, which is what I was doing for most of college. Yeah. You know? So it was a, it was a good experience while not being, although I did, I did have an internship one summer that was related to, um, my major Man, now I'm getting nostalgic for that time period. Yeah, like, we had some weird internships. They're kind of yeah. bullshit internships, but it was something to put on a resume for work. Okay. And it was like, one was like, go map the trails in the town of Phillipston. I'm like, okay. And like, there's like this whole idea where we're going to start like, it was similar to like Google Street. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, it was yeah. for like trails. Yep. And we were going to like start doing that. And like, so you go down a trail and there's like, oh, now there's a fork in the trail. So you take a picture here and a picture there. Mm -hmm. And then you can click on that picture and then you could go right and this and that. And we were like, we had this such a cool plan to like build it. And like, so you could click on a picture and they have it now. You click on a picture and you could kind of see around that trail. Yeah. yeah and then you yeah. click on the next picture and see around that trail. And like, they'd be like a sign if there was like a a white diamond or a dot on a tree. You could see that dot and go to the next dot. And then it just fucking like, we got all the pictures. We went there. We started like, we had little GPSs that would track us as we walked the trail. So we, we could plot it in on maps and stuff. And then it just fucking died. <laughs> Then we it, just like stopped doing it. So was that an internship like for a company or was that something that it was, was a for part the of... town of Phillipston? Okay. And we okay. were free laborers. Yeah. And then we were going to make them a cool little thing for their town. And then we just started doing it. And then we all just stopped doing it. The teacher's like, well, we got to do something else now. I'm like, what the fuck? Hmm. In the middle of this. And then there was another one where we basically, we teamed up with a business club. So it was clubs that would do these internships. That's how you got most of your stuff. And we worked with a cell phone tower company and the cell phone tower company would give you like gas gift cards and like, I think like 20 bucks a day. That's how they paid you. They paid you in gas gift cards <laughs> in like 20 bucks a day. That sounds like a scam, dude. It was kind of a scam, but they like gave us these phones and we would go and test cell phone service around towers. Okay. You know, so it'd be like, oh, the right here, like we have like hardly any signal. And then here we have some signal. So they could figure out where they needed to get more coverage yeah, or something. Pretty much. I think it was like ATT or Verizon or some like offshoot company yeah. for those companies. Yeah. It was kind of bullshit. And it lasted again like two or three weeks. And then we all stopped doing it again. And mm -hmm. yeah. But they look good on a resume if you write them right. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. That was, the one internship that I had was for the guitar company First Act. Mm. And 
their headquarters was in Boston. So I, it was only a two day a week internship and it was in the summer. Yeah. So I had to take drive to, uh, the commuter rail or not the commuter rail, but the, um, what the hell? The The subway. subway. Yeah. So I'd go to Alewife station, the red line, take it in to fucking where I forget. I think it was on West. No, not West Boston, Boylston street in Boston. And, they had at the time this this doesn't exist anymore i think first act is still a company but not they make regular guitars right so i don't think they don't anymore but when i was working for them they were making regular guitars but their whole thing was it was called first act so it was guitars for kids i rem- i was going to say i think i had a cheap guitar Prob- called first act probably yeah. and you could buy them at toys r us and at, like Walmart christmas time and stuff yeah. and all that shit and they were super cheap either kids instruments or it was like your first guitar yeah but they were trying to be a bigger company and they were trying to be more innovative and shit so they started making custom guitars making guitars for like real like big musical artists the guy from Maroon 5, they hmm. made his guitar, um, well, Adam okay. Levine. That, really? Yeah, and it was all over the place. Like, I, can, I think I can remember that, like, a billboard with a first act guitar with pro- him. Probably, dude, probably. He's just, like, holding like this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, man, and they had some big acts, but I, I don't know what happened. It just fizzled out, and they didn't do it anymore. But the big thing that they were working on at the time when I was there was a guitar a real guitar that you could play Guitar Hero with because Guitar Hero was huge oh, at the time. Yeah. yeah. So when I was in college, Guitar Hero, you want to talk about nostalgia? Fucking Guitar Hero, dude. Huge. Jai I loved Gant. it, man. I fucking loved Who didn't love Guitar Hero? Sick. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but the only problem is, is like if, if you were, it, it, if you had any base knowledge of how to play the guitar, yeah. And you're playing Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. and it's it's not nearly as like complicated or, or no, it's like that basic power power chord structure, you know? Yeah. And using your pinky instead yes. of some people not sure. using their pinky, and yep. you're using pinky on that orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. That could help you. And just your your right hand rhythm yeah. on, on that little clicky thing or whatever the fuck it was. That muscle I memory watching was... you try to play uh, Through the Fire and Flames. Oh, my God. That was the hardest song at yeah. the time. Yeah. On fucking like hard or extreme. I, I wasn't that good. I was, there were people that were way better than me. I was probably a little bit better than average, but that's about it. But this guitar that we were working on at first act was pretty fucking cool. And yeah. I got to work on the one of the boards that went inside the guitar that was like some interface to the whole way they were trying to do it. And I don't think it ever got commercially released. So it, they do did. have something now. But they Called, do have something yeah, like that. Yeah, Guitar Smith. I think that was a different company. And I think theirs came out before First Act could get theirs out. And oh. then it was like... Yeah. I don't know if that was the case or maybe First Act sold the technology to them or something. Maybe. I know Guitar Smith came out at least I knew about Guitar Smith, like came out, I thought like after college for me. It was like 2010, 2011, okay. maybe. That was around, I think, yeah, this this internship was in, in like 2008 or 2009. And I got to one, I got to test out the guitar on, on Guitar Hero because they were trying to make their own game too. They weren't, they weren't releasing it as a guitar that you could play Guitar Hero on. 
they were making their own game, but they were using Guitar Hero to test their technology before their game was out. Right. So one time I got to play the guitar, you know, with Guitar Hero. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it worked and stuff? And it, it, it worked, yeah. But it was weird because the way that it worked was like you power would chords well yeah it could be power chords but it was just the first five frets um on any string correlated to the first the five buttons on guitar hero so you could play on your low e string fret one that would be the first button on your guitar hero game and then you could play that on any other string and it would be like pressing the first button gotcha so you could switch between different strings but there'd be no point really that is right. no point that's you, weird you, you would you could just sit on the low e or the high e the yeah, whole time or, right. or whatever and just but that wasn't going to be their game that's just how they were testing it testing it on I guitar see. hero yeah yeah dude i used to fucking like when you could hit fucking I don't know. Solos. When you could hit the solo on Guitar Hero. Yeah, you felt like a thousand bucks. You felt like a boss, man. Like oh, Especially yeah. in front of all your friends or some chicks. You're like, yeah, you yeah. like that solo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like fucking hitting like Hangar 18 or uh, like any Guns N' Roses song. Just yep. fucking shredding. Ooh, man, you felt good. There were some girls that were like quiet in my high school. And I'd like go to like my friend's house and they were just there. And they're just sh- like, there was just one girl I knew. And she shredded on Guitar Hero. I was like, I didn't know you played video games. She's like, yeah, a little bit, but she was like, oh yeah, I was like, damn, guitar. That was one of those things, like Guitar Hero. Everyone, everybody, like it was everybody, girls, guys, like everybody, fucking playing. Dude, I used to, I used to like, I would go to sleep and I would just dream of those fucking colors. You remember the fucking vision, the Guitar Hero vision you would get after playing for a long time? You'd look at like a wall (laughs) and it would start to like rise. Oh yeah, because <laughs> like you stare at the screen, the whole thing is like going at you the whole yep. time, and then you look away, and it's like, oh, I got Guitar Hero Vision. <laughs> yeah, the the Rock Band game was a cool concept where it incorporated like drums, bass, yeah, because you could have yeah. multiple people play at the same time. Yeah, much more of like a party centric yeah. exactly. game. That I, was pretty neat. I didn't get that until the hype left because it was so expensive. Because oh, it yeah. was a lot. Because you had it was to like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was like as kit. much as a video game system was. Yeah, and you're like, "Fuck, that's three hundred But like, so like, I had one friend that had it. And I was oh like, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yep. And like, only like a couple of us could play get the drums because the drums were like a whole nother instrument. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'll just stick to like guitar, like because I was like, I'll play guitar, I'm Guitar Hero. But then there's like two people doing the drum. I was like, fuck. Yeah. That shit was sick. I bought that for the Wii when it finally came out for the Wii like years later but it was kind of like a hype thing it was good and then like I lost interest in it quick yeah did you see that I don't know if I sent you that video it was this dude who beat Super Mario 64 using the rock band drum set as a controller yeah you sent me that dude that's fucking insane how did he move by hitting the drums so each drum correlated to different like things a button, on like a X, button on y, the controller yeah a, B. oh my god yeah. and he beat the game and he beat the game just using <laughs> so when he was moving he just like kept like yeah tapping. he had to so like yeah like when you move mario with the analog stick for n64 i think his 
his snare was the was the analog button and he was just like yeah bum 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 oh my god dude it was it's pretty cool i'll show i'll show you after yeah and he beat the game he beat the fucking game dude fuck yeah insane that's in and i think it was like i i think it was like a speed run record too oh man that's even yeah doesn't make sense yeah that's that's so crazy yeah god damn it man like i'm now now that we're talking about guitar here i'm trying to think of other games that were popular at that time modern warfare that guitar hero was oh, yeah call of duty that call must of have duty been I, was, yeah i never was, i never got into any of those that's when call of duty modern warfare came out i think that was a little beef i think that was still high school but that shit launched and like that was like the multiplayer online shit like exploded yeah, yeah. You know, multiplayer I mean, online, online online video games like online shooters. I mean, especially with like around forever, Quake, uh, Counter Strike, all that stuff were popular. But Call of Duty really pushed it back, like really in popularity. Yeah. It brought it to the mainstream. Oh, one hundred percent. And like, yeah. yeah, I remember like every like you go into a dorm, people would be playing Call of Duty. Like it was just a but like yeah. a lot of the online gaming was through computers. You know, Ori- originally, you really, yeah, originally yeah. it was computers, and then it shifted PS3, around this time PS4, to consoles. Yeah. PS3, PS4, Xbox One. That's I feel like that's when like the online shit came out. That was like actually playable. You know. Yeah. In the barracks, we used to play Call of Duty fucking all day, every day. Oh yeah. my god, I bet. And the cool thing about Modern Warfare was a lot of the the weaponry that was used. Was the shit you were using? Was the shit we were already kind of using? M4s, M16s. Yeah, but mo- more so like the attachments for the weapons, like the um, like, like the the, 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 the Pec two, uh, like the infrared, like the red you dot. Could... No, 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 no. Oh, so sick. A Pec two is basically like this like little battery pack that you can attach to the side of your rifle on the rails and. It had two settings, so it had an infrared beam that you can shoot out, and basically, like there was no end to the length of this beam. Like I feel like you could see it at 500 meters out. Like, and the cool thing about it was you would zero it to your barrel. So when you had your night vision goggles on, it was an infrared beam. You couldn't see it with the naked eye, but if you have your night vision goggles on, you can see it clear as day. Damn! And so so it was like an invisible laser. Yeah. yeah, so if yeah. you're in a low light or in darkness situation doing dark night ops and you need to engage a target, you do, it's you, it's not like you can lift the rifle up to your cheek and just look through like your iron sights or your whatever to shoot. to shoot. You would just line the, the laser, the IR laser Fuck. on your target and engage without having to really like... So you could basically... Ah, da, da, da. Yeah. Da, 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 you, you could da, da. like shoot from the hip if you wanted in, in to. A, yeah, in a, in a sense, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, but then they had another setting with like a, an IR f- like floodlight. And that was basically just like having a giant, like mag light? one million lumen mag light, but that was invisible to the naked eye until that- you put your night vision on. Correct. Wow. That's pretty wild. It's invisible to the naked eye. Yeah. You can't see it. You can only see it through the night vision spectrum. But then it would brighten up your night vision. Yeah. You, it would be like looking in daytime. 
Damn, that's fucking wild. But like those little like gadgets were featured in Modern Warfare. Yeah. That was kind of like, at least that was kind of the big draw for me and why I enjoyed Mm -hmm. playing those games. That's pretty sick. I never knew. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong? Fucking fuck, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I missed out on the, I didn't. I didn't, I'm not like bummed I missed out on the college experience. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, I did most of my drinking in the military, anyways. Yeah. Granted, it wasn't like a giant, like, fucking orgy all day, every day, because it was basically in a giant dorm room full of sausage. Sausage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, more, none the same, man. It was just like, I don't really give a shit about the college experience. Yeah. I think it's overrated. I, I also think it's overrated. I think you can get that thing out of just not being in college. Yeah. About, dude, uh, dude, yeah, you could be a 23-year-old fucking in, in a big city and just go out every night, get drunk and fuck, and exactly. it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Uh, sometimes it, yeah. I, I would say yes. In, some, in, in other circumstances, I would, I would disagree just because some people need that fucking extra social that they yeah, get in high yeah, school yeah, that true. they're seeking yeah. and if they don't get that shit they're weird as fuck when they when they just go straight from high school to a job yeah. and there's a, some people that are like that they're just like they have social they have social problems they fucking yeah. it, it does and they need to open up and crack easy, open and get laid cuz there there's so many people in such a concentrated area when you go to college it's it it's, forces you a it, little bit it to be social does. It, it, yeah, yeah it, it's hard to not like find somebody that you can relate to on a college campus usually and if you don't get that for some people you're fuck you're fucking weird and you don't get laid and you get pent up you know (laughs) some people go there just to fuck they're just looking looking to lose their virginity and that's another thing you know like i'm gonna lose my virginity in college yeah because they didn't in high school and that's what they're looking for that's where you get laid you can definitely fuck like the (laughs) the amount of times and opportunities to fuck oh it's endless it's like endless comparatively outside of those those grounds fuck yeah it is yeah no yeah for sure dude it's i a was breeding ground it of whores <laughs> or, or, or maybe it's i mean yeah it is that but then it's also not because yeah. it's kind of what you make it like i Can left I almost naked <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. It's got all the Alex, you're almost naked. Oh, that's that's cool. cool, man. Like, I, I wouldn't stick around on weekends ever. And that's mm. when most of the partying happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would go back home and... I was also in a band at the time. So we were fucking... We had band practice on the weekends, all that shit. Like... Yeah, I didn't fuck around in college on the weekends. I would go to other colleges on the weekends for my yeah. friends. It was... And that was the early, that was like the first two or three years, two and a half years. And then by the end, like half my friends dropped out. The other half were like doing their studies and finishing up. And like, I was trying to finish up and I was working and I was like, I ain't got no more. Like by the time, by the end of it, by the time you're 21, you go to the bar, you're like, I'm over drinking in a way. Oh yeah. At least for me, like the first year or two, Mm. I was fun. And then I'm like, I'm not looking to get shit faced on a Thursday. Yeah. It does become a different experience. Once I it's mean, legal. <laughs> yeah, when you cross over that threshold. And like for me and James, that, that happened to us in college. We we went from being underage to being like, oh, we're 21 now. Now we can go buy it. We can go whatever. Like you don't, there isn't, 
we talked about in that in the high school episode how you had that thrill and ham you specifically were talking about how the nostalgia from those parties when you were underage and trying to see like recreate that feeling of like a house party like a classic house party right, right. it kind of ends yeah once you hit 21 yeah Oh yeah, for sure. That because excitement is gone. All that excitement is completely gone. Maybe the first year, because now you're like you're getting your own beer and you're bringing it, and you're like the man. Yeah, that is one thing. That, yeah, yeah, you have it, that one it, like it year becomes of- that for a little bit, and then once everybody is kind of oh, we're Everyone's all of there. age and now. It's you could still have fun parties and do you know have a good time with people and good conversations and stuff, but it becomes something completely different than it was. The only thing, now that you're kind of talking about this, this kind of came to mind. The only thing that I would say why it's such a challenging to recreate now mm. is because when when you go to a house party, even, like even underage in high school, a lot of times you were you knew the friend or you knew a few people there. But there was a lot of people at those parties that you had no fucking idea who they were. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. there was more strangers <clears throat> to kind of get that thrill of like spiking up a conversation yep. or bullshitting or just getting laid and that kind of thing. Whereas now, you know, any one of us throws a house party, it's just all of our wives and girlfriends and it's just everybody we know. <laughs> Every now and then you get a, a couple of people that might be different from out of the circle, but for the most Very part, rare. it's yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's more rare at this point. So basically Seth, you need to throw a house party Invite a bunch of underage kids. Oh, <laughs> all strangers, no, no. all underage kids. And, you, and we got a... How old are you? 21. Old, old enough <laughs> to party. Get right in there. <laughs> yeah, we just got to get a bunch of McLovins in here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. There's no way we could recreate that now. No. And, and you know, yeah, part of it is... Do you even is, want to, though, you, at the same yeah, time? Would you really no, want to? No, I, don't I can't shit. stand looking at a kid under 20 and talking to him. Like, fuck it's it, fucking gotta, weird. Dude, there's... It's, a, like, almost pointless. It's, like, whatever conversation we have <laughs> does nothing for me, and you probably don't care either. Like, you, you, you're just, like, splashing words in my face, and I'm just like, sure, sure, let it splash off. So right now, there's these two guys uh, at work who are, like, summer help at the brewery one of them's 20 one of them's 21 and they're both like in college slash like getting out of college their confidence and dreams are peaking it's it's <laughs> it, it's interesting talking to people that age because you don't normally you know so they're like they've got so much to learn about the world and they're like all like they're all excited excited and- about shit and everything but then also there's certain things that they don't know anything about like they don't know about beer at all or, or like drinking and all that they're shit. under 21 one of them is newly 21 and, and one of them's under 20 and it's so funny talk he's like oh what is an ipa or what is that like what's this kind of drinking what does it taste <laughs> you like? want to laugh at them but at the same time no, it's and, just like they're, yeah. they don't just don't know i know and it, like and it makes me think of i used to be that guy i I didn't know either you yeah. know and then I, there was this whole world in front of me that i had to discover <laughs> yeah yeah someone was some younger person was asking me if i want i think it was a waiter and he was asking me about beers he's like well i'm like i don't know what i want he's like oh do you want a you want an epa or an apa or a, i'm like what i'm like i'm not even gonna ask you what this is but he wanted to tell me i was like what is it and i was like that just sounds like an ipa <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's just like fucking ridiculous. But I do remember this one thing, and it like it was just a maturity thing. But I remember like being in high school and underage and being like, why would people even say no to buying me beer? Like, I don't understand. Like, is it really that inconvenient? Is it really like, are they really gonna get in trouble? Like, what's the chance of them getting caught? Like, when I turn 21, if anyone wants to buy, wants me to buy beer, I'll just buy it for them. Like, no, no questions asked. Like, I would be happy to. And then like, for the first year, I wasn't like looking to buy for people, but I'd buy beer for my brother and his mm-hmm. friends. But then I got to a certain age, I'm like, I would like, if some kid rolled up, because it happened to me a few times, and like, I got in that weird mental- like Yeah. And like, hey man, you want to buy me something? And I just like crack up. I was like, "Ah, (laughs) fuck no. Yeah. (laughs) And I walk away. But then I think, I'm like, fuck, that was me. And like, now I'm the asshole. Oh yeah. You know? But then like, I, it's not, it's, if that kid, if I knew that kid 100% wasn't a narc, I would probably buy him beer. Right, right. But, but there's no way to tell. There's no way to Unless fucking you know. tell. Yeah. And like the consequences are so much fucking higher for mm-hmm. you, for me, yeah. compared to yeah. him. To buy under, like, I could just see that, like, even back in the day, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal. You mm-hmm. might have been like, don't buy into minors, or like, you might get slapped on the wrist yeah. or like a fine. But I feel like now you're like, you're serving some fucking jail. Definitely. You're going to get locked you're getting up. You're canceled. Yeah. You're getting, yeah, you're, your whole <laughs> shit. Like, this fucking asshole, just like, you know, they used to tell us when we were underage that the reason they scan your ID was because you get your ID scanned at the liquor store. Yeah, and yeah. I think it first started happening when I was like 18, 16, 17, 18 years old. They started scanning people's IDs. Yeah. And they used to tell, some people would tell us like, no, they fucking tie that specific bottle of vodka that that person buys to that ID. So if an underage kid gets in a car accident or goes to a party, they the cops can scan that and it'll bring an ID of who bought it. And I was like, oh, fuck. So when that's, we turned 21. That, that's not legit. I was like, right? I was parent. There's this one girl who got fucking hammered. Like her friend's brother got them alcohol. Yeah. And and like she got she got so hammered that like her parents picked her up and they had to bring her to the hospital and get her stomach pumped. But then there was like rumors like, oh, they're going to find out that it was this person's brother because the cops have the bottle and they're going to scan it and it's going to bring us. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's a thing. I was like, Aren't and they then scanning it just to test to see if it's fake or not. Yeah, that's that, all it is. That, that's all it is because right. for you, for that to be the case, like in theory, you could There's the, like, you crazy could do dad. that, but you would have to have diff- separate IDs on every bottle of booze. And then there's no unique ID on bottles it's of booze. It's just UPC. Right. It's just a UPC. Yeah, it's a plain UPC. Right? Yeah. But, but you could. as a kid, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, for yeah. A few I know. Years. That's definitely. Isn't, is that like a Massachusetts thing? The whole scanning the ID thing? Do they? Because I don't think they. I, have, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But. I don't think they've like, since I bought booze in mass now, I, I, they never scan my shit. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They scan mine. Really? Yeah. It, at certain places, I think always, they'll just beep it. Like Wyman's yeah. and Lemonster. Wyman's always it. does it. Yeah. 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 They'll just beep, yeah. and it just tells them that it's real, and then you're yeah. above age. And, and when I get scratchies from the the grocery store, I have to scan it under this fucking laser beam thing, <laughs> and it always sucks. You have to do it two or three times. <laughs> like, just give me my fucking scratchies, man! I'm freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. Well, do you guys have any anything any last tidbit about? college life or fucking fuck college fuck the whole all that shit fuck student loans fuck it all man yeah college should be free non-profit partying was fun drinking was cool yeah 
College can be free. I met James. Gina in college. Yeah, we didn't we didn't go to the same college, but we met at Dick's. <laughs> <laughs> We're both in college. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Drinking PBRs at a loose PBRs were eight ninety nine, and we bought it in quarters every Sunday. We get hammered. Damn. Yep. Eighteen pack. I drink like thirteen. She drink like seven. Done, son. We're broke. We used to pay in quarters during college for beer and we'd get the cheapest beer which was pbr that was tolerable that wasn't trashy and it was cheaper to buy an 18 pack than a than it was in if you got it loose mm-hmm. in those plastic rings as opposed to getting in the box it yeah. was like an extra dollar 50 cheaper i'm like yeah i'll buy the rings i don't care and we were just ugh, fuck and now i can't even stand drinking pbr i think it's gross i probably haven't had one since college Tracy still buys my brother and I'll have one when he's around because he's drinking it. And I was like, yeah. I'll have one. I'm like, oh, I remember why I stopped drinking this because yeah. it tastes like shit. Are they better or worse than the Gansett? Um, I'd have to have them together. I think PBR is a little more like watery. Gansett has a bolder flavor. Mm. It's Are they both lagers? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, during college was when I started drinking beers that were... More, more sophisticated the, yeah more in the craft lane yeah that's where i started to yeah Same. probably like as i turned 20 when i was 21 plus yeah i started a little bit bef- dabbling before 21 but then once i could actually fucking buy yeah i was that fucking guy in college with a six pack of sierra nevada stout mm-hmm. <laughs> when everybody else is drinking bud lights and i'm like it was a little awkward at first. Sometimes um, you get the curiosity of a random girl, like, but, "Oh, can I try that?" Oh yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was when Chipyard Pumpkinhead was popping too, mm. and like I'd have uh, you know a six pack of Pumpkinhead, and people, oh, that was that was before it was. I would drink Blue the Moon. Behemoth. It is now, but Blue Moon was like when we had some money on us. Yeah, some Blue Moon, but beggars can't be choosers with my with my buyers they're just like what do you want what 30 do you want <laughs> and i'd be like oh fuck i guess i get a 30 of this or 30 of that dude we had like- a sick connection i'm not gonna name names or, <laughs> or say anything but whatever you want when <laughs> like you want. high school like greg Tarly. <laughs> no no actually dad not. never bought beers for us my mom bought me beers once that's it we had a connection that would get us like whatever we fucking wanted and sometimes it was a surprise like this person would come back from the liquor store with like a bottle of cognac or something damn and like it we knew then like it would be an experimental night yeah um but man yeah like we had a pretty cool hookup early in our high school years if we only actually knew good stuff to drink <laughs> oh yeah no the thing is you guys in living in lemonster you had more opportunities like wyman's had a good selection of all different types of stuff oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like the liquor stores in clinton were like markets oh yeah they mm. weren't like liquor like we had one or two liquor stores that were like the liquor stores to go to but like they were still just like liquor or like 30s and maybe like one fridge with a couple craft stuff. And it was mostly Sam Adams, like all Sam Adams silly flavors mm-hmm. and maybe Sierra Nevada and that was it. They were, they didn't have all these breweries back then. No, no. 2008, 2006, 7, 8, 
they had fucking hardly any breweries around yeah. here. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. I didn't even know what a brewery was until I fucking like where does the beer come from? <laughs> 22, 23. I'm like, you can go into a place that makes the beer and drink. I'm yeah. like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit, Tracy knew about Treehouse before I did. Yeah. And he was like, we're going to this place in Mont, what was it? Monson. Man- Monson, Mass. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good luck with that. And I didn't even, you know, he, I didn't even drink any. He's like, yeah, they're okay. Now they're humongous. Well, guys, our glasses are empty. We should probably, uh, <sighs> Fill Go fill them with some good beers. Yeah. Should we tell them what we're going to drink? No. As it's a not your sign business. Off? No, we're not. We'll tell them in the next one. Cheers to beers. All right. Cheers. Later. drunk just talking about that episode god damn it i know we started with video games and and we went on to all different stuff and then we ended with drinking as we always do i kind of want to get drunk and play some video games right now <clears throat> that would be great man that'd be fun that'd be super get fun. drunk play some zelda I mean, play we some could nintendo what's what's stopping any of us i mean we could we are adults and we have access to video games and alcohol <sighs> once it touches your lips man just it brings a smile to my face. Yeah, there's a science behind that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Is it, is it addiction? That's called dopamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just nice. took a nice hit myself. Oh, it just smiles like sugar. <laughs> Energy. Yeah, so I'm not... Um, not the QC on We're not shit. QC in this one. It's nostalgia. We talked about our experiences again. Yeah. Yeah, there was some pop culture stuff in certain things we probably could have looked up, but we uh, didn't do our homework. No, we're going to leave it on the listener. You want to fact check our backgrounds? Go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do shit. Just like college. I didn't do shit in college. Right. (laughs) I'm probably going to go eat Taco Bell and avoid all my uh, responsibilities. Just like I did in college. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, And go check out all the other nostalgia ones. If you haven't already, because They're they're pretty good. There's there's some gems in there. If you're in our age bracket, you could probably relate to most of them. Yeah, you know. And if you're not, you can learn about the stuff that you we probably were, went through, we but just doing. a different way. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, definitely. Yep, for sure. So fucking you guys, you know what? Like us on Facebook. Check us out. TFK Pod, Instagram TFK Pod, right? And then um, rate, review, and subscribe to this motherfucking podcast. Check us out on Podbean. Sus- fucking spotify any of those places i think apple music too apple, pandora pandora God yeah damn we're on pandora man rate us give us how was our gpa in college you know how was this episode was it a 4.0 give us a 4.0 i want to know 
Or was it more like, was it Seth 4.0? It was more like me, 2.5. You know? <laughs> How successful. How great. Right. Yeah, man. See you later. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know. That's it. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Sausage candles.